1: Welcome to Off The Bench with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. For Bob Jane T-Marts, tyre and wheel specialists, and for the best cat equipment, parts and service, Hastings Steering, your advantage.
0: Hello, hello, Satsy. How are we? Welcome to Off The Bench.
2: Thank you, Jace, and Also, listeners, uh, yeah, it was a um, good start to the... Well, I, I, I won and lost either way on Thursday night with I the Panthers lost. and the Rabbits. I lost,
0: <laughs> mate, and I. We're going to get into it shortly, but I, I, I'm over Bennett. I'm over the Bennett circus, and I'm over Bennett. And I think, I think people like that need to move on. And we'll get. I'm really, I'm really, can, really. Can you expand up a little bit, bit further? Yeah. I will shortly. A little bit later on. It's a hook yep. and tease that we uh, okay, we're cool. doing the old radio biz, mm. mate. Yeah, Rat- Rabado terrible last night, but hats off to Penrith and also Nathan Cleary, who spent six hours. In hospital, on for Thursday. cellulitis.
2: Yeah. Now, I saw him sit down on a chair once and I thought I saw a lot of cellulite on the outsides God. of his legs. God. You know, he's got to look after himself, that mate, kid. Mate, he
0: left half his nose in the hospital. While he, looked he looked like the thing. elephant man. Oh, ouch. John
2: Merrim. Was, okay. Yeah. Hey, listen, pop
0: me to buy my tiles. We're open with 30% off Aussie made tiles. You know how we've been doing the kitchen? bathroom yep. makeovers? A mm. couple of those, 10 mm. grand each. Finish his show. closed, mate. Yeah. And they have closed for the Beaumont Tiles bathroom makeover competition. There's five finalists, including uh, Kristen Forbes, who's after a modern-style bathroom. Mm. Uh, Your bathroom looks terrible, Kristen. Uh, No doubt. Uh, That's why you sent the photos in. Uh, You can check them out on our socials. We'll announce the two winners of the 10 grand bathroom makeover next week here on Off The Bench. Choose Beaumont Tiles, proudly Aussie. Uh, And at the moment, 30% off Aussie-made tiles right
1: now. Time on awesome. Off The Bench to look back on the news of the week.
0: All right. Um, let's get into it. Uh, the Kangaroos versus All Blacks. December 5, possibly. Possibly at Suncorp, ANZ or Optus in Perth. This is something that broke on Thursday. Mm. This is amazing.
2: Yeah, it was meant not meant to break in for another couple of weeks. It's It's been in the pipeline for about the last three months. Uh, Todd Greenberg, the NRL boss, was was behind this. Mal Meninga is a real driver of this, and Dean Lonigan, former Kiwi representative for in rugby league, uh, Cowboy Lonigan also was the promoter behind Juco Sports, which is behind the the Jeff Horn and Manny Pacquiao fight at Suncorp Stadium. So, yeah, he's um, it's a it's a great initiative. He's always thinking outside the square. I I'd, I was really surprised that it's got to this level of discussions about whether this was going to happen because I thought the All Blacks mightn't have, mightn't have uh, entertained something like this. But yeah, Suncorp A&Z or Optus Stadium, as you said, Opt Optus, I don't think, even though they'd sell it out like they did with the Origin, I just think because there's a rugby league component, it probably needs to stay on the eastern seaboard, maybe Sydney or or Stadium. Uh, well, it'll Suncorp go to Stadium. the highest bidder, mate. It'll, so do you reckon this will be a bid, yeah?
0: Yeah, absolutely. This will be like who wants it. Imagine the tourists that would come up. Imagine we've got crowds back. As
2: much as I would love to see it in Australia, because it's the All Blacks and because their brand is a lot bigger than any other sporting organisation yeah. in the world, yeah. Yeah. I'd love to see it at Eden Park in I'll, Auckland.
0: I'd like to see one in Australia and one at Eden Park. That's mm. what I'd like to see. Why Why wouldn't you play one in New Zealand one in Australia?
2: Yeah, I, I, you know, I could only probably see ever see this as a one-off. Just a one-off. Yeah. Why don't
0: they play the first half in
2: Australia and then go and play the second half at
0: Eden Park? Why don't we do that? Why not? It's COVID-19 year, mate. Anything's possible. Let's go
2: one half of rugby league, <laughs> one half of rugby union. No, see,
0: I, it has been done before where they've had different matches over in England, haven't they? They've Wigan played, versus Bath. Yeah, so they mm-hmm. had a rugby league game. I, I think that concept is terrible. But the rules for this one, mate, like eight ruck and mauls. Yeah, eight...
2: 14 aside, uh, no lineouts. So it it actually suits both codes to be quite honest.
0: I think there's some rules there that rugby Australia could implement. I think here you in agree. I think I agree with you. Yeah. Because imagine you have eight sets of play and then you've got to get rid of it on the eighth if you don't score. That'll fasten. See, what the I hate about sometimes with rugby
2: union when there is there's continually that you know they're rucking up the field and and you're waiting for something to build and then someone in the opposition will you know give away a penalty and yeah the last two and a half minutes of your life you're never going to get back. And it ends and up being a penalty goal and... Or
0: someone knocks it on at a ruck mm. and more situation. So I think you're
2: right. Some of the rules um we're going to talk to Peter Bedell from News Corp a little bit later on. He was the one of the uh one of the journos that broke this over the last couple of days, both he and Paul Kent and um he's going to tell us about some of the rules. And yeah i agree with you. I think some of them could remain in rugby union. What about some of the delicious matchups? Yeah, massive. Yeah, you know, probably the biggest the best matchup I can think of is they've got a young winger called Rico Iuani. He's a, just a superstar. And uh, him going up against Josh Adokar, two just lightning wingers. But the one I'm looking forward to the most is Shannon Frizzell, 25-year-old loose forward flank, up against his brother Tyson Frizzell. Yeah. Amazing. That would be good. Yeah.
0: Hey, um, there's been talk all week about Bennett uh, looking for another club. I reckon that was part of the problem with South's performance on Thursday. night. Look, look I mean, South were void of any sort of uh, innovation in attack inside Penrith's twenty. But I, I'm I'm getting to a stage now, and I'm not the only South supporter. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm starting to get sick of the Bennett circus. Well, and, yeah. and, and there is a circus. Uh, I just want to say there is a circus around him. He has come out and said, Look, there's no nothing about me, you know, doing you know, Well he's unique, he's club. an enigma and that's yeah, but mate, people
2: want to know more and that's why he's so intriguing. And look, I love the way he protects his
0: plays. He's got yep. some characteristics which are amazing and and I wish all coaches and all leaders in every field were, were like that. He really does. That's your dog uh, crying again during our programme, <laughs> Scott Salah. It's bring your dog to work day today again. Next week I'm bringing Lulu, mate, and she'll eat that dog. <laughs> For breakfast, <laughs> oh, I, when he's talking to the media, he's just not speaking to just the media. He's talking to us fans, mm. and that's he's linked between the fans and
2: and and, and the team. So he's got to. He, he doesn't think about that. Yeah, I get it. I, I do get it. Um, you got to remember a lot of the speculation this week has got to start somewhere. Whether that has come from a representative of Wayne Bennett's making inquiries do with you other think clubs, it is? Um, well. In the past... Everyone if you, else seems to think it well, is true. Well, we don't factually know whether that's true or not. But if you work on on past behaviours, is sometimes future behaviours with a lot of cir- circumstances, you would say, yes, that's a possibility. Now, he has come out. He, he called James Hooper. who wrote a really good story on Thursday, uh, Wednesday, where he said, I thought that Wayne Bennett was definitely going to another club in 2021 and handing the reins on to Jason Demetri, which, mind you, I think is the right call. Not because Wayne should walk away, I just think Jason Demetrio was at the, the right st- stage time. of his career just yeah. to be handed the keys to the car now, yeah, and um but but James Hooper said the phone when he answered the phone call the other end has just said, yeah. "I'm not going anywhere, like you all think I'm going somewhere i've got nothing to do with any of this, and these are all uh, creating um these false narratives, so um, based on that, I feel as though that Wayne Bennett. But probably, he said that in the past. Probably he did make some inquiries because there is because it's now been leaked and there's a lot of exposure around it. I can't see him going anywhere in 2021. I and think if he'll he stay did there. that,
0: if he did do that, or his people did that, that's my problem. Mm. I I I just don't think. He's all in at the rabbits at the moment. That's I, my personal yeah, no, opinion. he's
2: all in. I think Is he really? Yeah, no, he's all in. I think he's not all in with the game. I think the other Okay. All the other all the other specifics and and all the fluffy stuff that comes around the game, he's not interested in that. The media, the exposure. But that's part of the job it is. and I get that's
0: it. why you earn a lot of money. Yeah,
2: I get it and maybe Wayne ex externally doesn't possess those skills anymore. Internally he does. Has he ever possessed those skills? Well you, it, it wasn't really that expected for many, many years True. that you have to be this True. extroverted person that is entertaining and you've got something different about your personality. He's always been what he is and we've always accepted that whether you like it or not. But I think you'll be at the South next year and I think you'll be the I don't co- want him to be. I think you'll be the coaching director and I think Jason Demetrio will be the head coach. Well
0: if that's the case, I reckon that's an outstanding Solution, Because I think he's still got a lot more to offer the mm. game. But I don't think he should be doing the day-to-day stuff anymore.
2: I, I, and I maybe not.
0: And I'd like to see Jason in that role. I think I'd, I'd like, like to, to see Wayne
2: stuff. Bennett move along the lines of being a coaching director, but also have a really heavy influence on junior development for the uh, club.
0: Yeah, and, and and managing those young blokes coming through and getting them ready for what's about to happen. Because, again, he's a great man-manager, isn't he?
2: Absolutely. He's one of the best. Two captain's
0: challenges in a game. What do you reckon? This is brought up during the week, Saks.
2: Yeah, it looks as though that Peter Volandis and the uh, Project Apollo committee are are thinking about minimising the amount of times an on-field referee can go to the bunker. Now, the bunker was put in place to assist the on-field referees and assist the – or minimise the amount of, I suppose, negative – uh, exposure to, is brought up upon the, the referees. Now, I thought that was brought upon itself just because of two referees. You've got two egos on the field that are fighting over one another, even though there's one lead referee. You've got another pocket referee that wants to have some, some influence in the game, whatever it may be. So going back to one referee has been the best solution. Now, how do we qu- speed it up even more? How do we use the bunk- bunker less? How do we put the ownership back on the players and take a lot of the pressure off the officials, And by doing that is by increasing the captain's challenge. I love the one captain's challenge they've got. Some use it, some feel as though they never need to use it. Last
0: night, oh, sorry, Thursday night, it wasn't used.
2: No, but some clubs will will hold it up their sleeve until the last 10 or 15 minutes. The captain will just have a look at the team and see how they're looking from a a fatigue point of view. They'll call it just for the sake of calling it, just so they get two minutes maybe, just to really gather their thoughts and be able to have a really good minor team meeting on the field. but I like the idea of putting the onus back onto the players because Ashley Klein, I think, highlighted that last week in the Melbourne Storm game against Penrith. Uh, he wanted to challenge the referee. Ashley Klein said, You've got a captain's challenge. Go for your life. Yeah, don't no, no, argue that. And then about Cameron Smith had no answer it for it. Happened on
0: Thursday night as well uh, with uh, Nathan Clary. He goes, Do you want to use your challenge? Do you want to use your challenge? Yep. And. That shuts them up straight. Oh, Absolutely. So oh, I actually like it. How good is the refereeing? How fast is the game? It's like, great. you know what? And you're going to get little mistakes in games, right? You're going to get the odd knock on that might be missed, or a ball that could be thrown backwards but is caught. I think on. we're
2: accepting it more now, Jason. This is probably maybe just me, is because we had the ability before to say, well, we've got a pocket referee there. How come they missed it?
0: Absolutely. We don't
2: have that there now. So we say, well, there's one referee. He's doing his best. The bunker's helping him. They've got the captain's challenge. Play on. I think we overanalyzed the rules. We got too technical with too many officials.
0: I haven't spoken to a fan yet who doesn't like the one referee system. Mm. And, yes, you're going to get little errors that happen. So be it. Move on. It evens out. You would, will you hope it evens out in the end. Mm. Uh, Nick Pilades has come out and said um, he's warned other clubs <laughs> – to keep the hands off Kiri and Teddy, they aren't for sale. Well,
2: it's quite easy from a rugby league club. Nick Pilates and his football staff at uh, at the Roosters, many people have a, have a bit of a joke at their expense about the amount of talent they are able to retain at their club. Uh, quite frankly, they're the, one of the most successful clubs of the modern era and they will be if they win three in a row, probably the most successful club in the last couple of decades. Um and they recruit better than anyone else because you've got the ability to use the club as a bargaining tool. Well, you got to play got on to top play four finals. sides. Yep. And if you're not a representative player, you probably might be a representative player in your tenure at this club. And really good clubs like the Roosters don't let Kiri and Teddy go on the open market. They tie them up before any sort of expiry date comes where if they come off next year in November 1, as of this year, you'll be allowed to talk to them for twenty 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 two. 2022. Hmm. They won't. That let that happen. Yeah. They're the two key players. Is you know Kiri's a three time premiership winner now. I only had to remind myself that yesterday. He won a premiership with South, and then has been a key component of the last two with the Roosters. So they're not going anywhere.
0: Is Robbo the best coach in the game right now?
2: No, I think Bellamy's still the best coach in the game. Really, I think Bellamy's the best coach the game's ever seen. Um, and many, many would argue. Well, it's not about, better than Bennett uh, across a lot of other formats. Not for when it comes to how many rings you have on your fingers, but you know Bellamy's got four, and now that's questionable because people say, oh, you've got to take two off them. I don't agree with that. I think he's got four, but it's the amount of coaches that have or players that have played under him or coached with him that have become coaches at other clubs, and I think it's a huge influence on the game.
0: That's true because there's not a lot who have been under Bennett they have gone on and coached other teams. Oh, they have gone on
2: to coach... But, but not with the success. No, not with Look the success. Look at Adam
0: O'Brien, Robbo. Who else is there at the moment?
2: Um there's Adam O'Brien. Uh there is um Keby Walters McGuire? was, was Maguire. Maguire was there, Stephen Kearney, although was you know, was just been terminated. Justin but, Holbrook was he there? No, Justin no, Holbrook no, no. wasn't there. So yeah, Jason Riles has just been signed up by the English rugby union side yeah. as a defensive coach. Yeah. So there's all these coaches that have spent some time under him that have gone and had significant roles in other clubs and and um
0: And it's what those coaches then have taught their assistants because you know, the, you'd love to pick up a, a Well it's a never ending story. Absolutely. It just continues, it recycles. Absolutely. It's a good call. Mm. All right, that's uh that's a big call. All right.
2: Tim Sheens was the same. Yep. You look at all the players that Tim Sheens has had Laurie Daly, um Ricky Stewart, Mal Meninga, Kebby Walters, yeah. Dean Lance, all, yep. all these yep have become coaches yep. in their own rights.
0: All righty, Sats. Let's get into our Friday night's preview. Uh, tonight, it's the Roosters versus the Dragons. No Teddy and one of the Morrises, I believe. No, Josh Morris. Josh Morris is out for the Roosters. That that shouldn't have an impact on the Roosters, should it?
2: No, it shouldn't. But what it does do, it gives the ability for the Dragons to really stay in the fight. I mean, I don't expect them to win the game. It'd be one of the b- biggest upsets we'll see in 2020 if it does but in saying that um i want to see the dragons be able to go toe to toe and get in a real arm wrestle with the roosters and uh it's a smart move even if tedesco was right to play this week because of passing hia protocols whatever it may be i think it's just the right thing to do because there's no buys this year during origin so i think your key players you have got to give them um any rest you can
0: yeah right um, the dragons, yep. they've won two in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, what chance are they tonight and what do they have to do?
2: Oh, well, what they've got to do is they've got to try and slow the game down. The only way you can do that is, um, you've got to be able to, when it's, when it's the end of your sets, you've got to, you've got to try and put the ball into touch. You've got to try and play the roosters off a, off a... Keep
0: the ball away from them, right? Well, no,
2: just play them off a stop start. So... Don't allow the roosters to get into a routine. So if you just kick the ball down, the fullback brings it back and they get into a, the rhythm of getting through their sets, you're never going to beat them. But if you can put the ball into touch, put the ball up really high, get through and contest it, try and get as many repeat sets as you can, all these really boring sort of statistics. But that's that's the way you slow down the really good teams. And it's it's the way you used to be able to play the Melbourne Storm. you kick it dead before the seven tackle set was introduced. You used to t- kick it dead because you didn't want Billy Slater bringing it back. And get them into really good field position. It's the same with the Roosters. Slow them down the best way you can, and you do it by playing them off scrums.
0: What is a win tonight for the Dragons? I mean, it's it's a big big ask to ask them to beat the Roosters tonight.
2: Yeah, just based but, on based on overall talent. Yeah, um, it's
0: a really big ask. What what would Mary be happy with, and what would the fans be happy with? <laughs> it's it's for Friday Dog Day. Yeah, yeah. remember that. Um, Lulu's a, coming to get you next week. What's
2: a really good um, result for the Dragons? Well, obviously, obviously. Obviously, a win. Obviously, a win is a is what they they go there to uh, to try and achieve. But you know, if they were able to again get a result with the Roosters that was within two or four points, I think as a fan, I think you say, you know what, the Roosters have really had a dig here, and and um, probably they don't deserve the the pressure that's being heaped upon the, the playing group and their and their coach as well. Um, Shane
0: Flanagan uh, was on radio during the week on the Joel and Jimmy show. Uh, talking about um coaching his son and what a tough week it's been. That would be tough. It would be. Have a listen to this.
3: Yeah well if it's yeah, well, if it's not hard enough to uh you know, defend against the roosters they just throw another challenge in there. I've got to worry about coaching against my son, which, you know, to be honest, mate, it hasn't I haven't enjoyed the week really. Um and while well, it's yeah, it's my job, I just gotta get on with it. Um, you know, I prefer it for it not to happen. But anyway, something I've got to deal with and something Kyle's gotta deal with is he was a bit chirpy at the dinner table last night, asking a lot of questions about how we're going to handle Tedesco and Tupu and Manu and Hargraves and Cordiners and the list goes on, you know. Well, he
2: doesn't
0: have to worry about uh, Tedesco now, does he?
2: Tedesco and Morris are not there, so, yep. um, you know, it'd be it'd be pretty fun banter to listen to, but oh, wouldn't it, wouldn't it? it'd be great. If you go, it would be uncomfortable, but I think you could mask that just by bantering against each other. He was
0: also asked, and it was really interesting. I heard him say that when when what names come up in conversation when you're trying to defend because the, the, they've been concentrating on defence this week. Yeah, the, the the dragons. Does Kyle come up? And he basically said no because that's not his role in the Roosters team. Mm. His role is to get to kicks, just to do the boring basic stuff to keep the team going. It's not his job to be the creative flary player.
2: First of all what you gotta do is you gotta try and contain Warria Hargraves and that's talk right. AR. This is what he said. <laughs> yeah, he, goes,
0: he goes, look, no offense to Kyle. He's the least of our worries, you know, because we know what he's You're capable. a bum, Kyle. We yeah, don't have to worry right. about
2: you, he's saying yeah, that's right. No, he's going really well. But it was a really interesting yeah.
0: thought process when you when you're breaking down the defence patterns for the game tonight. Yeah. Like, who do they have to concentrate on? And his son's like, you know, 17th on the list. I think there was blokes on the bench. That were, <laughs> There's a were... guy
2: that's not been playing this week. <laughs> that's
0: right. <laughs> Ray Warren came up as the biggest threat. to the. So there you have it. That's your Friday night preview. The Roosters taking on the Dragons, 8 o'clock tonight. I think that one's at Bankwest? Yeah, it is. Yep. Bank, Bank West. No, uh, Yeah, Bankwest Stadium tonight. This is Off the Bench with Scotty Sattler and Jason Matthews. More in a minute.
1: You're listening to Off The Bench and for the best cat equipment, parts and service, Hastings Steering, your advantage. And Bob Jane T-Mart's Tyre and Wheel Specialists we will be back soon. We're back. This is Off The Bench for Bob Jane T-Mart's Tyre and Wheel Specialists and for the best cat equipment, parts and service, Hastings Steering, your advantage. On Off The Bench, a Thursday night NRL review.
2: The players
4: coming out to attack it as kick out Knocks it back, still the last pass out to Naden. He'll score a try in the corner. Well, it was well done by out They got it backwards. Quick hands to the winger, and he scores the opening try of the night to the Penrith Panthers. Winger, he's in the team in jersey number 19. Brent Naden scores.
3: 4-0, kick to come. Really good competing under the high kick. It's the first time the Panthers have been anywhere near the right half of the field to put some pressure on the Bunnies. What good a great try. pass!
2: What a great pass from Luai and the presence of mind straight away when the ball came out of Kikiau's hands.
4: South defence holding firm. Four tackles gone this set. They go to the left. chorus out of Luai. Little kick for Crichton coming through. Got his hands to the ball and will score the Panthers' second try of the night. Didn't he show some acceleration there? Stephen Crichton, we're going to the bunker. At worst, it looks like simultaneous grounding. It'll be a try to Penrith.
2: Yeah, it looks like it's a, it's a race between Stephen Crichton and, and Dane Gagai. He gets through the line cleanly. Crichton, too much speed. Jerome Lewis is the instigator on most occasions as the green light comes up. Second try, as you said, Salty. And it's tremendous execution by this left-hand side. They're in a, use that word again, they're in a really good rhythm. Cook
4: goes to Reynolds at full flight. Inside pass, beautiful pass it was. And running into the hole to score the tries, Bailey Sirinan for the Bunnies. They finally crack this strong Penrith defence and Sirinan will score for South. 8-4. Penrith in front, kick the come for the Bunnies.
2: Well, the man is Adam Reynolds, the captain. He takes on those tight forward. And he's beautiful. He just draws the Penrith tight defenders away and has that quick man, Bailey Sirin, and coming from behind to play the ball. It's an inside pass. out
4: plays in motion. Fisher-Harris gets a pass away. Cleary quick hands. Edwards. Oh, he had Brian Tot on his outside. through a dummy. Went himself back towards the outside and scores a great individual try. Dylan Edwards to score. A Panthers try their third of the night, although they were going to the bunker. That's a try. I mean, I... He did dance around a little bit, and there was an inside def- uh, Panthers player. Who Cleary back towards the right, throws a dummy straight through, will score a try. Cleary cooked at his best to stop him, but Nathan Cleary, he might be looking ugly tonight with that lump on his head, but he's playing beautiful football. Penrith will go on the win. They lead 18-6, kick to come. The Penny Panthers are flying. Yeah,
2: you need your senior players to step up, and it's exactly what Nathan Cleary does. The ball goes to the left, from out And the siren will
4: sound as Burns tried to go on a run late in the game. And that will be full time. Well done to the Penrith Panthers. Uh, a solid hit out. They have defeated South Sydney by 20 points to 12 tonight on NRL Nation. The Panthers getting the job done. 20 points to
0: 12. Yeah, there you go. The highlights from last night's disappointing game. Geez. Um... Well, Rabide- why
2: was it disappointing, Jace? Oh, mate, the Not everyone is a Rabbitohs fan, like you and I are. You and I are. Most people, I are. Are. Those
0: people are. Let's be honest, mm. mate. Uh, they, in in, I thought their defence was okay. Our attack, Rabbitohs' attack, was great in their own half. Once they got over that halfway line and inside the twenty of the opposition, they they had no idea what to do, mate. They had yeah.
2: no idea how to complete. I suppose one of the biggest arguments against uh, the Rabbitohs, uh, Jase, is that they are predictable. I mean. Jason Demetrio is going to be a very good coach, and he's the assistant coach of uh, of Wayne Bennett. Wayne Bennett has always had a really basic game plan. It's about having the key players, Um, and South Sydney have got a lot of those key players. But you're right; they get into that that attacking sort of thirty meters, and it seems to be just like a one trick pony. Let's just go to the left hand side and see if we can create an overlap. So when you, but when your key players are off, like Latrell Mitchell and Alex Johnston, and and those sort of when they're off. It doesn't matter what game plan you've got; it's not going to work.
0: I mentioned before, it's time for Bennett to go. And, and and mate, that press conference last night lasted eighty seconds. He can't continue to carry on like a grumpy old man all the time. He can't, mate. Those days are long gone. You've got to, if if you're underperforming, and there's all these all this talk going on about you possibly going to another club, whether he is or isn't, it's it's disruptive to the team. Sit there and answer some questions. You paid a lot of money by mm. this game, and you have to front up. It's This is no different to what the Broncos did a couple of weeks ago by a player not going to the press conference.
2: Yeah, you're right. And um, even though he did front up, you said 80 seconds, he answered a couple of questions. Um, I'm over it, the rudeness, mate. Yeah, and that's probably why moving forward, Jace, if he is going to play a role in a rugby league club, it's more about a coaching director's role where well, yeah. you're not at the forefront. You're basically just sitting behind the scenes and you know creating the structures for the coaches that are from first grade all the way down through your your development program. So... Um. Yeah, the game has probably moved beyond Wayne when it comes to an exposure point of view. Um, yep. Everyone's always always accepted Wayne as, as who Wayne is. And, and you've also got to love, sometimes you've got to love Wayne's simplistic view to life, and which is why players love him so much off yep. the field as yep. well. Um, but we also can't take, they did look lethargic, they looked predictable, but you can't take away from the Panthers' effort great. as well. They were really controlled. I mean... I thought the scoreboard didn't reflect the dominance at one stage it was 8-6 only due to Nathan Cleary's inability to kick goals oh, no. but um I think it had something something to do with him looking like the elephant man and the lump oh on his God. in between his eyes wreaking havoc with his Vision Vision <laughs> but, um, but they were really controlled And um, again they, they sent a message To the rest, the rest of the competition They can hang tough And they can win those games Yeah No Very good performance
0: by Penrith You've got to
2: hand them that Hot topic time On Off the Bench Get connected with
0: Southern Phone Amazing
2: new mobile SIM deals Are available now From Southern Phone
0: we're going to have the man on who broke this story very shortly on off the bench, Peter Bedell from News Corp. But this, I'm so excited by the potential of this game in December. New Zealand uh, rugby union side, the All Blacks, taking on our
2: rugby league team, the Kangaroos. Mm.
0: Wow, sounds good.
2: It does sound great, and I'd be really surprised if it gets off the ground. To be quite honest, I'm Chase. not,
0: mate. I'm not now. I'm
2: not. I think the only, I think the only blockage that will come from New Zealand rugby union and and you've got to – I suppose you can understand what their anger will be. They've got such a great a great brand, as has the Australian Kangaroos, a tremendous brand around dominance for a lot of years. Yeah. Does the, you know, the All Blacks, probably the most successful national team in world sport, not just in rugby union, in uh, world without sport. Without a doubt, without a doubt. Uh, one of the greatest trademarks in world sport. And do they want to damage that by crossing codes and – Possibly being embarrassed by the kangaroos, or do they do they bite the bullet and run the gauntlet and play against the kangaroos and and dominate the rugby league rugby league uh, the national rugby league side? Put all
0: that aside, right? Something something like that may happen. Everyone knows it's an exhibition, right? It's just it, it's a revenue raise. It's great for both. But games. it
2: comes back to tradition as no, well. No, Does that, that get tarnished?
0: I, no, it doesn't because people know it's a hybrid game. You're not playing Rugby Union against the Kangaroos and you're not playing Rugby League against the Kangaroos. It's a hybrid game, so Mm. it's a one-off. The big difference is COVID-19. This is the year where anything goes. Let's just try something. Yeah, you're right. And um, Rugby League and also (laughs) Rugby (laughs) Union may need that cash injection anyway. And I think it's probably something that may even save the games. I don't think there's anything wrong with the All Blacks, but I tell you what, though, if they're not playing tests for a while, they're going to need a cash injection. You've got the COVID-19 as, a, well, you know what? Let's just give it a go this mm. year. Let's entertain the fans and let's just do it as a one-off because 2020 was a different year. And I think that's why it may go ahead.
2: I hope it does go ahead. Oh, I can't wait. And it's been labelled in in just one word in capital letters. It's going to be marketed as history. Unbelievable. And I love that. I now, love do the Wallabies, the Australian Rugby Unit, have they got – Who? Yeah, have they got the right to be a little bit disgruntled about absolutely. this? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So should they it be have. a kangaroo, kangaroos versus wallabies? No, who'd is watch it, that? No, is it that. sellable? That
0: no, no. The kangaroos are probably the only team that can beat the All Blacks, mm. and that's being really honest. That's not being harsh on the Wallabies. That's an honest like that. Can, oh, these matchups, mate, will be. You know, we talked about it earlier. Yep. This is this is going to be huge, mm. and our best chance of beating the All Blacks is in a hybrid competition. With our kangaroos We probably won't Because there's rucking and mauling They'll kill us Yep Absolutely kill us But oh mate Sensation We've got to go to a break Uh, That's been our hot topic For amazing new mobile sim deals From Southern Phone This is Off The Bench
1: You're listening to Off The Bench And for the best cat equipment Parts and service Hastings theory Your advantage And Bob Jane T-Marts Tire and wheel specialists We'll be back soon We're back This is Off The Bench for Bob Jane T-Mars, tyre and wheel specialists, and for the best cat equipment, parts and service, Hastings Steering, your advantage.
0: Yes, welcome back to Off The Bench with Scotty Sattler and Jason Matthews here. Race at your place, racingqueensland.com.au. Like we do every Friday, Sats, we catch up with Chris Nelson from Racing Queensland. G'day, Chris.
3: G'day, Jason. G'day, Sats. How are you
0: guys?
2: Yeah, really well, Chris. Uh, Thanks for joining us uh, back at Dooman this weekend, which is always exciting.
3: It is. We're back at Doombin again. We've got a couple of Group 3 races on the card. The Premier's Cup over 2,200 metres and the Sapphire Stakes uh, for the fillies and mares over 1,630. And they've also got the listed Spear Chief, uh, race number seven over 1,350 metres. All good quality races with uh, some definite winning chances there. We might be able to get a winner out of those two.
2: What's the track going to look like? Because uh, the weather obviously plays a, a huge part, but it looks as though that the, uh, the weather might be in favour of... <laughs> Of the, uh, of the fast track this week. Is that right, Sats? Yep. Well, we are on... a racing expert now.
3: But mm. <laughs> he did pretty well there. He it's, did. Uh, it's, a, it's, a soft, uh, it's a soft five at the moment, but uh, the weather is beautiful. Yeah, we can, can you explain to the listeners what tomorrow. a soft
2: five is, please, Chris?
3: Yes, a soft five is just the shade down or a cog down from a good four. And a good four is a dry track, pretty much perfect. Soft 5 has just got a little bit of give in it.
0: My wife calls me a good 4
3: out of 10. I'd rather that than a soft 5. Yeah, you stole my joke. Uh, yeah.
0: And, mate, quickly, uh, any, uh, any tips for us, mate?
3: Yeah, I think race 7, number 1, Scalopini. It's a lovely race for him. He's had two runs back from a break. They've both been good. And he gets to 1,350 metres. He's looking for the longer trip. He'll be storming home right over the top of the leader, which is likely to be inquiry. So it should be an exciting finish with Scalopini going right home over the top of that leader. And I think it's the best of the day, race seven, number one, at a reasonably good price too. All
0: right, mate, you better go and see a doctor about that soft ten. Chris Nelson, <laughs> with the help of Sky Racing <laughs> and Tab Race at your place, visit You Gamble responsibly. Thanks, Chris.
3: Thanks, guys. Have a good one.
1: Who gets a mention in our Off the Bench Performance of the Week?
0: Yeah, righto, Sats. Uh, who is your performance of the week this week on Off the Bench?
2: Well, I've got two the NRL and New Zealand Rugby Union yep. um, collectively for this great idea, this hybrid idea, yep. and taking a risk too. It is a massive risk. So I like that. But my performance of the week, I suppose this is celebrating my son as well, who. Is a mad Liverpool fan. Thirty years since they last won the Premier League trophy, and as of early this morning, Chelsea beat Manchester City, which enabled Liverpool without even kicking a ball off for this round, next round, and now the uh, the the uh, Premier League champions. Can you
0: Liverpool fans stop? Just shut up now and just oh, get on with life. How torturous please? is it? Hey, my performance of the week is uh, Australia and New Zealand soccer. Uh, World well, yeah.
2: football getting the Women's World Cup. That's great, isn't for it? For 2023.
0: That so, is amazing. So it's
2: out of us and Colombia. Colombia yes. obviously had a, a, a good bid when it comes to um, the resources, but mostly the stadiums and etc. Yeah. But
0: Oh, how do you beat Australia Apparently it's a basket
2: case operationally. Yeah, but, but England voted for
0: Colombia. Oh, that's no surprise. So we'll remember that when the ashes comes around,
2: won't we? Exactly.
0: Uh, That's our performance of the week. Uh, Our interview of the week, we caught up with Peter Bedell, and uh, we're getting some information about this, you know, All Blacks versus Kangaroos um,
2: game that could be coming up. And this is what Pete had to say about it. Lucky enough to break this, this concept uh, between the All Blacks, New Zealand All Blacks, and uh, the Australian Kangaroos in, a, in some sort of hybrid match in December this year. So, how close is this to actually coming to fruition?
5: Yeah, well. That's probably the best way to describe is to say so near yet so far. So, look, I know that the NZR were, were desperate to keep this under wraps. They didn't want it to get out and they were hoping to get a deal done next week, I'm told. They were keen to sign. Um, so there's no signatures on the dotted line yet. Um, now that it's in the public domain, it may make things a little bit more difficult. However, there has been an appetite for it from both parties. And I can tell you that it dates back as far as one year ago when... Promoters proposed this concept to former NRL CEO Todd Greenberg. He's aware of it. He was very supportive of it, as was Kangaroo's coach, Meninga, who is driving this very hard privately. He's a massive fan. He wants this to happen. So I guess now it depends upon the financials. Peter Valandis is looking at the numbers. And if the numbers work out and, and the dates align, then, then this could be one of the greatest contests we'll see in Trans-Tasman Sporting history.
3: What will it look like, Pete? What will the game itself look like, this hybrid rugby union, rugby league?
5: Yeah, so look, I've been aware of the proposed rules for about three months now. And so it'd be 14 a side. Now, that, that's that been proposed by Steve Hansen, the former All Blacks coach. He suggested a 14 a side game. There would be no line outs. The, the scrums would be league style scrums. So there'd be no contestability, which takes away the power of the rugby union forwards. However, one advantage for rugby would be there would be no play of the ball, rugby league style. So we'd see union style rucks and mauls and they'll be capped at an eight-maul eight, an eight mall drive. So as we know in <laughs> rugby, when they just power up the field, they can't do it for 20 drives. It'll go to number eight and then they'd have to kick the ball or turn it over. So I think, I think the rules could, could suit both parties. I, I think it's a pretty good balance.
2: What about kicking out in the full, Pete? That won't happen? Inside the twenty?
5: No, yeah. No. So, so for example, yeah, if it went out on the full, yeah, there'd be a um, a, it'd be an instant turnover, yeah, yeah, with a scrum. So, uh,
2: so yeah. Pete, where does this play in with respect to the uh, scheduled Bledisloe Cup at the end of the year?
5: Well, these are all the dates that need to be thrashed out. Sat. So, the initial date they're looking at, they've spoken about playing on Saturday, December the fifth, so just before Christmas, um, and the. The proposed venue, I think the preferred venue was Suncorp Stadium. Um, But if they can't do Suncorp, there's a few other grounds. They've also looked to book Opta Stadium in Perth uh, and also ANZ Stadium in Sydney. So they're looking at a few venues. And I guess it's now contingent upon the All Black schedule and the games and their commitments contractually in their games. So, look, I guess there's a few hoops to jump through, guys, but I I just hope it happens. I mean, can you imagine the athleticism and... Some of the contests we mm. see, and imagine the pay-per-views. Imagine New Zealand a dead set shut down for this game.
3: Yeah, you're right. Mm. Massive stuff. Massive stuff, Pete. Um, thanks for sharing that with us, mate. That's uh, that's huge news, and I know you've been sitting on it for a while. But let's uh, let's all hope that it comes off.
5: Yeah, well, I hope so, guys. I mean, I, I just. I just love to see some of the matchups. I mean, imagine David Lafita or Caelan Ponga playing against some of the All Blacks guys, who are who are very good athletes themselves, and they're such an iconic brand in world rugby. I mean, we'd be taking the Kangaroos to a to a global audience of more than a mm. billion people. So, this this has massive upsides for for both brands. I just hope it can happen.
1: You're listening to Off The Bench. And for the best cat equipment, parts and service, Hastings Steering, your advantage. And Bob Jane T-Mart's Tire and Wheel Specialists we will be back soon. We're back. This is Off The Bench for Bob Jane T-Mars, tyre and wheel specialists, and for the best cat equipment, parts and service, Hastings Steering, your advantage.
0: Yeah, welcome back to Off The Bench for Choices Flooring. Floors for Living Sarr now on. Uh, what's the Off The Record story for us this week, Sam? Off The
2: Record, there's a certain NRL coach is being very questioned, Jase, uh, questioned about his off-field antics. Ooh, Wayne mm. Bennett socially, no, no social off field antics watch this space,
0: off the record, you say this every week, watch this space, haven't seen anything come up yet, choices, floor, big savings on carpet, hard floorings, blinds and rugs,
1: the winners, the losers, the how and the why, let's get stuck into our off the bench footy tips
0: yeah righto, let's get into our off the bench uh, footy tips for the rest of the weekend, Saturday afternoon we have got at 3pm, this is a cracking Game at three o'clock: the Cowboys versus the Knights. I love that Townsville.
2: what the Knights are doing. Yeah, Kalen Pongler returning back. I mean, he's, he's already gone back, but um, completely a different side on this occasion. Knights.
0: Okay, Broncos versus Titans.
2: Uh, I can't pick this one, but I'm going to take the Broncos just due to their forwards
0: and a good record against the Titans yes. at Suncorp. So, uh, Eels versus the Raiders. Great game on Saturday night. Mm. We're getting some really good Saturday night games, aren't we? Yeah, I'm
2: going to say I'm going to say the Eels. I'm expecting the Raiders to bounce back, but just not enough.
0: Sunday Arvo,
2: Sea Eagles versus the Sharks. Danger game for the Sea Eagles. A few out. A lot of injuries, but still what they proved, I think, last week um, will be enough to beat uh, beat the Sharkies.
0: Okay, and uh, Sunday night Bulldogs versus the West Tigers.
2: West Tigers, they get a chance to, to jump into the eight, so God, uh, I'm going to take lose. the West Tigers. God,
1: I hope they lose. Before we go on off the bench, what's got us excited across the weekend
2: of sports? Radio, right, quickly Sats, what do you got? Um, on my last weekend before of mowing lawns, lots of lawn, fixing fences, chopping down trees, feeding alpacas. Uh, that's what I am looking forward to because I sell my house this week. It goes, and I move out on Thursday. Good work into no uh, house that's got no grass. Lovely, can't wait. And you want the West
0: Tigers in the top eight, right? Yes, all righty. Uh, I've got three more tree stumps to get out. Then I am done, and I am looking forward to that game on Saturday night. That is going to be a ripper. This has been off the bench for the best cat equipment parts service Hastings. during your advantage and Bob Jane T Mart's tire and wheel specialist. Have a great See weekend. Ya.